This is 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Main Ingredient. Kevin Bergen here. I am on the road. I am on Cordon. I'm at 842 Cordon at Tommy's Pizzeria with Thomas Schneider. How are you, buddy? Great. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for, well, hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> right? So, uh, you know, we met a couple of years ago. Before we get into, you know, where you were before, we're going to get into the history of you and your your history in the in, in the food industry and most specifically, I can't speak, the pizza industry. All right. So let's go way back to when you first started cooking, we'll say. What was your, what, what piqued your interest? Well, I just like making the pizzas. I'm not very artistic. So when I was making pizzas, that's how I felt like I was expressing my art. And uh, I started at Doughboy's Pizzeria on Pamina. That's awesome. When I was 16 in grade 11. And I just really enjoyed the environment, the people, the atmosphere. And from there, I went on to Papa John's when I was 19. And I moved down to Texas and did a couple franchises. Okay, so hang on. So when you got the job at Doughboy's, you know, you're young, you're 16, you said? So it was just like a regular part-time job. You're just going to, for extra cash. That's correct. Yeah. Then you realize you actually like making pizza, period. Like love it. Yes. And you move to the States. You you go to Papa John's and now you're taking it seriously. Like at what point when you started part-time, did you realize, you know, and I actually want to, I like this and I want to actually do this. So I was attending university and I was sitting in class and I was in my second year university, my first year. There was just one business class, and the second year was business two, and the third one was international business. And I decided that I wanted to learn with my hands instead of from a book. So I started looking at franchises, and I looked at all different franchises, actually. And then I came across Papa John's, and he started when he was younger. He started in the broom closet of his dad's restaurant, I think, like doing pickup and delivery only. And he was very involved in the company at the time, and I was very interested in that. They had a very good incentive program. And I did all the interviews, and they approved me, and I moved to small towns outside of Dallas-Fort Worth. Okay, you know, that's where where I didn't realize. You didn't just go there for, obviously, you got a part-time job at Doughboys, but you went in there, and this is a career now. Correct, yeah. What did your parents think? I'm going to leave school, and I think I'm going to open my own business now. I think they were okay with it. I actually brought my dad to Texas with me to help me out um, for the first couple of years when I was there. And how did it go? It was good. Yeah, the first one um, was going well, so I opened a second one about a year later. And then the second one was very successful. And so I sold the first one and kept the second one. And then I decided it was time to move back to Winnipeg to open my own pizza restaurant. At a certain point, you went to school. You went to pizza school. Let's talk about that for a bit. Sure. Yeah. Um, when I moved back to Winnipeg, um, Matt from the from TransCanada Brewery asked me to open up a restaurant inside of his brewery. And I started looking at training programs. And I came across Tony Gemignani's um, International School of Pizza in San Francisco. He's got some great videos on YouTube, man. Uh, yeah, he's, he's awesome, actually. Yeah, he's so awesome. Yeah. And he's like a 13 world time pizza champ. Yeah, the guy crushes it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I did a f- I did one course there. I went to school and it was Neapolitan style and Italian style. And then I realized that I wanted to try some American styles as well. So I went back a second time 
And I took all the American styles like Chicago and Detroit and New York style pizzas. Let's talk about some of your credentials, some of the awards you've won. And don't be shy. You look like you're all (laughs) modest. I don't want to talk about it, Kevin, but that's what we're here for. Okay. So I started off by uh, competing in Atlantic City. There's three major competitions each year. One's in Atlantic City, one's in Vegas, and the big one is in Parma, Italy. So the first time I competed in Atlantic City, I got in the top 10 in my non-traditional division. What year is this? Um, 2018. Okay. 2018. So what non-traditional means is it has, as long as it's 12 inches in round, you can put anything on top of it. Okay. So that was a category that I continued to compete in. And then I went to Vegas in 2019 and I competed as well. And I got third place in the international division. What made you want to compete? So a lot of the people that I looked up to at the time, and I still do, they're on, they were on a team called the World Pizza Champions Team, and Tony Gemignani is the captain of that. And they all travel around the world, and they're competing in all these competitions. So in order to get on that team, part of the requirements is you have to compete. Yeah. So, so the competing is an, 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 it's an entry level to get on that team. Potentially, yeah. One of the, one of the ways to get on the team, yeah. Is that your goal now? Are you on the team? How much work do you need to get on that team? <laughs> yeah, I actually uh, got on the team when I went to Italy last year, and I uh, competed in the competition there, and I got best pizza maker in Canada. So as a result of that and being friends with them, and I went to Italy with them the year prior, then they asked me to be on the World Pizza Champion team. So that was awesome. That is awesome. What makes a good pizza? So it all starts with the dough. I did a lot of experiments with all different kinds of flour before I chose the flour that I was using, that I'm using now. And so I think it all starts with your dough and then your pizza sauce, and then you go from there. You make the pizza sauce in-house? I'm I'm assuming you make the pizza from bottom up. Yes. So yeah, we make all the dough in-house, and we actually put some beer in the dough. Trans-Canada pizza, Trans-Canada beer goes in our dough, the Aero IPA, and... Then we also make our tomato sauce in-house too. So I'm assuming, obviously, with COVID, COVID kicking around, there hasn't been a lot of pizza competitions. But when they ramp up again, when the world writes itself, if it ever does, and you're back to it, is that the kind of thing that you want to get back to? Yeah, I really enjoy it. You get, I get to be with all my team members, and that's where I get a lot of my inspiration. All my pizzas are named after my team members on that team. So they really, truly inspire me, and I come back with all these great new ideas and I, I enjoy traveling as well. You get to, I always go to Atlantic City and Vegas and uh, Italy as well. Do you think the average person knows how much thought goes into pizza? I don't think so. There's actually a lot more science behind making the pizza dough than I thought. And that's what I learned in the pizza school in San Francisco. Um, there's so many, there's so many numbers and formulas and all these factors that play a role in your dough. So if it's, humid outside if it's cold outside if where your flour is stored all those kind of things matter 100 percent. so do you change how you make the pizza based on the you know what what season it is in winnipeg yeah so whatever water temperature comes out of the tap we have to temp it so in the winter it's obviously colder than in the summer so in the summer sometimes we have to add ice to our our water to our cold water when we put it in our dough wow crazy 
I just made a mess that we just had to clean up, bailed on some water. He's still being really nice. How are you? It's, I'm good. I'm good. Everything's okay. All right. <laughs> Everything's okay. He's not, it's not okay. Um, the first segment, we got into a little bit of your history, how you got into the food industry, how you got into pizza, um, your awards and your experience. But now we actually have food. We have your pizza right now. Some of the stuff off. This is on your menu, right? Yes, it is. Okay, so the pizza to your left. What is that? Okay, so this is the Tommy special. This has prosciutto, burrata, lemon zest, and arugula on top, and a spicy honey as the base. You said that was one of the. That is the pizza that you won. One oh of yes, the, that's the pizza I like that's the guy. with in Italy, and that's what I won with. Yes. Okay, so what makes that pizza special? It looks like ridiculously good. So I think everything starts with the dough. So I don't think anyone has the same kind of dough, uh, same kind of dough that we have in Winnipeg. And uh, we get our honey from a local farm in Manitoba. And I just use the freshest ingredients that I can find. How important is it? Obviously, you're a local business. How important is it to you to use other local businesses? Yeah, it's very important. Like they support us and we support them. All my meat comes from DeLuca's. They're a local company. And any way possible I can, I try to support local. Let's talk to the pizza on your right. Okay, so this is a newer one. This is our Ray Lorne, which is named after my dad and uncle. I'm going with the theme of naming it after people. And Does that uh, mean there's a Kevin one in the future? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is like a chicken bacon ranch. Whoa. But we added some jalapenos, some cheddar cheese, some caramelized onions, and it's on our Detroit-style pizza. So a Detroit-style pizza has a hardened cheese edge around the crust, and it's thicker than our other New York-style pizza, and but it's fluffy as well. So you know, okay, so we're gonna try some of that bad boy. Okay, That's what we're gonna good. do now. All right, yep. I'm not gonna spill the water again. I promise. I'm gonna <laughs> put the water way over. Thanks, Sounds Steph. Good. The crust does have a lot of flavor. Why is that? I ask you when your mouth is full. You like that? <laughs> I allow my dough to sit and ferment for two days to to gain some more flavor. Is it different making pizza for Winnipeggers or Manitobans than when you're in Dallas or San Francisco? Do different areas of the world like and make pizza differently? So when I first went to school, I went for Neapolitan style and Italian style. And there's not really anywhere in Winnipeg that serves Neapolitan-style pizza, like true Neapolitan-style pizza, which is what I learned how to do. What is that? It's like using fresh mozzarella, and they're very simple pizzas, and they're very soupy. And I didn't think that the Winnipeg market would really go for that. We tried it at TransCanada. Um, we tried it, and it didn't work so well, so I had to switch up the recipe a little bit. And what, did you, what exactly did you change? Instead of using San Marzano tomatoes, which is, they come from Italy, they're grown in a special region, that's what made it really soupy. We didn't really add anything except salt and olive oil to that sauce, and it was just too soupy, and people weren't reacting to it the way we wanted, so we changed it up a bit. Like the sauce was soupy? Yeah, the sauce and the fresh mozzarella made it soupy. How does that sit on a pizza? It's very floppy, and and we were we were trying to be able to add these kind of toppings on top of it, like 
crazy cool creations and stuff like that. So the Neapolitan dough is also, it doesn't have as much gluten in it. So it, it'll flop over faster and everything will fall off of it. Okay, so your Detroit-style pizza, is it just a thicker version of, of the dough that you currently make? Like, what's the big difference there besides, obviously, it's thick? So, for Detroit's, our normal dough takes two days to be ready to use. The Detroit-style takes three days to be able to use. Um, it sits in a pan for 18 to 20 hours on top of the two days of sitting in a fridge. So, then it really rises. That's how it gets to be airy and fluffy like that that is like i'm the one piece is like a meal did you get the crust on when you on your bite that's this is my favorite pizza but with pepperoni on it national pizza week coming up november 2nd to the 8th is that just another competition that you want to jump into bite into so to speak yeah i'm excited for it i'm hoping that it'll get as big as burger week is Mm -hmm. i think it'll get there and it's just nice to see all the pizzerias coming together and coming up with cool new ideas and should be good. Are you going to give me a hint on what you're going to make? I haven't thought of that yet. You haven't thought of it at all? No. Nothing crossed your mind. You just sign up. I'm gonna, And you signed up for all categories. You signed up for gluten-free. You signed up for best pizza. And you signed up for best vegetarian pizza. No problem at all for you. No problem. We'll figure it out. I got a really good kitchen crew here. My head chef is awesome. And... All my all my uh, pizza makers are really great, so we'll come up with something really cool together. How did you find these guys in Winnipeg? I just put out job ads, and they applied, and I picked which resumes I liked and set up interviews. Did you know any of them before? I did not know. I, I did not know any of them before. Just my GM before. How do you know you picked the right guy? You know, sometimes. When you're hiring for a job, everybody gives you their best resume. Oh, I've done this, I've done that. How long does it take you to realize if they know what they're doing or not? With my head chef, I was blown away right from the beginning. And I tried to give him some creative freedom. So he came up with some really great dishes that is not my expertise. So some of the appetizers are not my expertise. And I let, and the pastas, he came up with all the pastas, him and the rest of the kitchen crew. So I just let them have their, their freedom. And as a result, they work really good for me. Let's talk a bit about that because people, it's Tommy's Pizzeria. So a lot of people probably think that you're just serving pizza when, yeah, I went and looked at your menu. Like you got a full menu of great stuff. But what other stuff do you have? App-wise and main course, you said you have pastas. Yeah. So for main courses, we do have uh, a bacon cheddar mac and cheese, which is really, really good. We have a penne chicken Alfredo pasta and then spaghetti and stuff like that. Um, but we also have some really great meatballs. The meatballs are very good. We have calamari. We've got charcuterie boards, pan frito, which is just fried dough. So it's our dough fried. It's really good. And we're working on some new desserts right now. So, you know, if you need a tester for those desserts, <laughs> I'm available, just so you know. I think there might be something ready when we're done here. Oh, I've been waiting to try it. So. I, yeah, no, I love you, man. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Which pizza on your menu sells outsells them all? Is there one kingpin or they're all pretty much right across the board? Yeah, so I would say there's three three top contenders. I would say the Tommy Special is one of them and the Prosciutto Pear. Prosciutto Pear? The Prosciutto Pear pizza. Yeah, it has a mascarpone base and it has 
prosciutto on it and pears and pine nuts and arugula and caramelized onions. And that one sells really well. For sure. Sounds good. And the truffle mushroom sells pretty good too. Nice. That's perfect. All right. Let's, uh, let's remind everybody where you are. You know, let's give your contact information. I know you want to give your personal phone number on the air <laughs> and uh, maybe your social media and how they, how they order from you guys. Okay, perfect. Um, so, yeah, we're Tommy's Pizzeria located at 842 Corden Avenue. Our Instagram handle is Tommy's on Corden. And you can order on our app. We do have an app in the iPhone store and the Android store, Tommy's Pizzeria. So you can order directly from your phone using the app or you can um, order on our website as well. So you have an app specifically to your store. I want to order from Tommy's and I just open up the app and I can order. That's correct, yes. Dude, that's sick. That's all right. It's a really good app. Wow, that's awesome. All right, that's Thomas Schneider, Tommy's Pizzeria, 842 Cordon. This is Kevin Bergen on the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. This is 680 CJOB.